Hello, my name is Mr. Kakalides from the Mr. Kakalides and the Bible podcast. I'm here to tell you about my podcast where you will find Bible studies, testimonies, answers to your questions concerning the Bible, old time Christian music, and a Bible scholar who knows how to get in the nitty gritty of the word. And if you have any questions or you need prayer, you can email me at revkakalides at gmail.com. Remember the podcast, Mr. Kakalides and the Bible podcast. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the X One, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the X One Broadcast Network, and of course on iHeartRadio. If you'd like to uh, send me an email, X One at X One Radio TV dot com on all social media sites, X One Radio TV. And if you'd like to see the broadcast schedule for the entire X One Broadcast Network www.xzbn.net. Exo Nation, my first guest uh, this hour is going to be Althea Gray. And Althea, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I've been a healer for 20 years, and I come from a uh, tradition from my, my family's Nicaraguan, and my grandmother was a traditional curandera. And those are the uh, uh, shamanic-like healers from Central and South America. I, I suppose they were the, the original doctors. And so I inherited these abilities. I would like to say that, oh, I gleaned it from this or that. But I, the bones, I came in with those bones. And I did study with healers, uh, um, and one in particular, for nine years. And, and so um, one day... 1999, I, t- I took flight and decided mm-hmm. to do this amazing work. Um, what kind of healing work do you do? Well, um, 
you know, I would say that I'm a, a multidimensional healer. Um, I work with the subtle systems and the subtle world. And um, most of the time, people are treating what they see and uh, feel in the mundane world. And I look behind the scenes to see what is actually happening to the person. And so that's what I do. And I have to say that um, I get a lot of help uh, from wonderful beings that work with me. So uh, I'm very fortunate, very fortunate indeed. These beings, where do they come from? Uh, I would say that they come from other star systems. And I want to say this because they are always reminding me of this. Mm-hmm. That they don't like to be referred to as ETs. <laughs> they like to be called star people. And, of course, now we are bringing in star medicine. We're bringing in things that definitely have the ring of uh, frequency, more frequency-type medicines and ways of healing people. So they're not only influencing me, but mm-hmm. they're able to get through and, and work with other people. How long have they been working through other people on this planet? Uh, I would say that they have been working with people here uh, at least since back uh, to the time of Mesopotamia. They, The star people have been working with the human race for a very, very long time. Um, helping us to elevate our consciousness. We were a pretty primitive bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And um, little by little, we have uh, been evolving to an extraordinary uh, sense. And we continue to do so. And as a result, we need more subtle types of uh, remedies, more subtle systems of healing and rebalancing people. I, I perceive d- disease as a state of imbalance, and so um, we're getting better at it. We're getting better at um, uh, helping the human being uh, evolve. All right, you and I have to take our first break. Please stand by. Exonation. Our guest this hour is Althena Gray. Her website is althenagray.com. That's A-L-T-H-E-A. G-R-A-Y dot com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network and iHeartRadio. Now, this coming weekend, November 3, 4, and 5, is the fourth, uh, fourth annual Parunity Conference in Felsmere, Florida. There's going to be a lot of great people there. If there's going to be vendors, uh, speakers, paranormal investigations, and a lot more. For more information on the fourth annual Treasure Coast Para uh, Para Unity Conference, visit www.parunityconference.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as Althea and I continue talking about hmm, a lot of strange mystical, and wonderful things here in the X-Zone. Don't go away. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, 
Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Welcome back, everyone. Althea Gray is my guest this hour, www.altheagray.com. Um, you, you call yourself a professional clearer. What is that? Ah, that is one of my specialties. Um, a professional clearer is someone, uh, is a system that I developed to help clear the unseen world. And the unseen world is filled with wonderful things and not-so-wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And the not-so-wonderful things, tend I call them light snatchers. They tend to be parasitic in nature, and they go into the energy field of the person and literally rob them of light. And uh, some of the symptoms, some of the symptoms uh, that, uh, that indicate that a person is loaded uh, with these type of things is that they feel uh, uh, anxiety, pressure on their chest, depression, inability to sleep well, uh, things not going right. And the biggest one, going into the cellular memory and dredging up painful memories. And the person may be wondering, why am I thinking about this so much now? And all of it's designed to rob you of light. So um, I was very fortunate uh, 15 years ago. um, I uh, came in contact with a woman in the spirit world who literally downloaded a lot of this system to me. I've since expanded it, but it works 100%. So whatever I, uh, in my analysis, I am very scientific about it. I get the person's name and birthday. And I have an analysis sheet, which I go down and douse to see what's there. I check how many portals there are. Let, let, me just, let me just stop you and ask you a question. You say you do things very scientifically, but then you douse. Doesn't that contradict the meaning of scientific? No. Why not? There are many, many, uh, many, uh, I know, in fact, one uh, uh, former retired uh, NASA engineer who mm-hmm. uses dowsing in all of his work. But, he used to hide it. <laughs> um, but, but does that mean it's scientifically approved? And how can you call it scientific when I've been studying this for 
30, 40 years, and I have yet to hear any credible scientist call dowsing scientific. Well, I'm just uh, a little confused, that's all. Okay, well, let me explain. Most people use this sensory field. Uh, people who do the type of work that I do, mm-hmm. they use their sensory field to check whether there's something there or not. And, and that's what most peelers do. They use their hands or their sensory field to, to um, glean what's going on. Um, what I do, I actually use a pendulum and uh, I have the witness, meaning the person's name and birthday. And I literally go down, I douse and go down a list of things that I've created that I know I can clear 100%. And um, I also uh, have expanded on the a light measurement chart um, that was created by Andre Bose during the turn of the century, a night turn of the 1900s. And he was a medical dowser, and he used a pendulum to actually uh, go down lists of illnesses and so on um, to see exactly what a person had. And what he would do is use this biometer chart that he created to uh, measure how much light was in the subtle body. So that was pretty kind of far thinking at that time. And so what I've uh, discovered on my own, uh, and of course now I am uh, investigating other things that kind of collaborate with what my thinking is, that everything can be measured in, uh, in, in terms of light. It has a light, everything has a light signature. And, um, and so when I look at a person, when I douse and to check what is happening with them, most people who have an overload of these dark forces have a measurement, a light measurement of 1 to 11,000, almost always. If I, I'm working with a client who has uh, cancer, for example, they always have a light measurement of 1,000. And what I discovered, if I take a list of diseases and measure the light in all the diseases that I'm measuring, it has only a bovis rate of 1,000. So when a person goes below 1,000, um, it's either either they're dying or that something else is robbing them extraordinarily of their light. And uh, that, that's the feel of usually demonic energies kind of read between zero and uh, or 100 to 1,000. And I have been getting a lot of that lately. Not that they have been uh, taken by demonic forces, but they are susceptible. Where do these demonic forces come from? Well, I want to say there's a difference between presence of evil and demonic forces. Demonic forces, I believe, uh, exist, these type of beings exist in a, a certain type of dimension. And I believe years ago, what people did was conjure, they found a way to go into these dimensions and conjure these beings for their own purposes. Of course, you could, they couldn't put the genie back in the bottle. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, there are these forces out there. And uh, if you've ever uh, dealt with anyone who has demonic uh, possession, or even if I deal with them at a distance, uh, it's profound. It's very, very difficult to remove. And, um, and it's 
pervasive. It takes over the personality of the person. How can you differentiate between a demonic situation and mental illness? Very good question. Um, Because interestingly enough, the Catholic Church has a program in April every year. I, I found this out several years ago, and I'm longing to attend a course for professionals, meaning those in the mental health profession. Uh, The course revolves around differentiating between mental illness and demonic possession. And uh, the characteristics of someone, according to the Catholic Church, um, because they, they have, they actually have demonologists, people who are trained to deal with demonic possession. And, uh, and uh, they are very, very different from having dead people in your field or entities mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, implants from detrimental extraterrestrials, that kind of thing. Very different kind of behavior. Uh, the person t- has unusual strength or they are, um, they, they definitely take over the personality. So it's hard to discern the actual personality of the person any longer. They're very, very aggressive, and um, it's it's a whole different ball of wax. Um, and and those who have mental illness, yes, some are aggressive, but not like that. It's a very different quality um, to uh, between uh, mental illness and demonic possession. So uh, the Catholic Church has the corner on it. Um, what I do for that is I have um, I, I use a special stone with a photon scalar ring, which is like a um, a tensor ring, and it's electrified. And I use numite, and numite is amazing. It will uh, clear out demonic energies. So I'm I'm putting one together to give to my diocese here because we do have every diocese has a priest who is a demonologist. I don't know. Many people may not be aware of that. Um, You you stated that this course that you'd like to take by the Catholic Church is open to mental health professionals. Are you a mental health professional? No, absolutely not. So how could you take that course? I have to get permission from the diocese. I have to go and uh, speak to the bishop and 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 uh, get permission. Uh, I'm not a mental health specialist, no. All right, so let, help me to understand this. It seems that you, you deal with all aspects of what we call pseudoscience. You're dealing yes. with extraterrestrials, you're dealing with demons, you're dealing with negative forces. How did you get started in all of this? Because I was attacked. (laughs) When I was a child, I would see uh, dead people. They would manifest in front of me. Um, I had to deal with uh, the beast himself once when I was 17 in India and had a battle with this very, very dark Mm -hmm. uh, demonic being. And so I've I've had to deal with them firsthand, right. and I fortunately have always been able to overcome them. But the 
for some reason, maybe because I'm so sensitive and I can detect them, they like to taunt me. So I was uh, so grateful to finally develop and have a way to help other people get rid of these forces, these dark forces, because they can play havoc in a person's life. Was it, was it hard for you to go from interior design and art history that you received from UCLA to doing what you're doing now? Not at all, because they both existed simultaneously. Um, I didn't have an either or. I always had was doing this type of work simultaneously. So why how, why would somebody go to? Now this is you know just a hypothetical. Uh, it's just a question. Why would somebody go to you for healing instead of a trained professional, a medical pr- practitioner? I would never suggest that. Never. Uh, if a person has a medical condition, I always mm-hmm. always recommend that they stay with their therapist and their physician. And I will work in unison with that person. And I do like, I've often done this, write the person's therapist, for example, Mm -hmm. and say that I'm working with so-and-so, and and these are my findings. And um, uh, if this can be of some help uh, to you in working with this person, if I can come in at different times, if you have questions, I am available. But no healer can replace mm-hmm. a physician, someone's physician or their therapist. Do these professionals take you seriously? Yes, because I'm very professional in, uh, in my work, and um, I uh, handle myself that way, and I speak intelligently about what I do. So they listen. They may not understand it, but they listen. Uh, all right, I'm just having a little bit of a problem here because here you deal with um, a totally different yes. aspect of how, how do we explain this? You know, here you you're a non-professional giving professionals advice. Uh, yes, I I'm not giving them advice. I am just stating what I have experienced with this person uh, and these are the things that I have done with them so far and these are my results and if this is some, of some help to you then please uh, you know I'm happy to explain further mm-hmm. or if they'd like me to do more with the person all right stand by we've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour Exonation. Althea Gray and I will return on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network and iHeartRadio. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. 
Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is The Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, sitting in this chair for the last 26 years, five nights a week, four hours a night. And if that isn't enough work for me, guess what they found me to do, Exxon Nation? Starting November the 15th, I am going to be the morning man on the all-new XZBN Channel 365 uh, channel. It is news talk, it is information, and it is music. As well as uh, from the midnight hour until 6 a.m. in the morning when I come back on air, we are going to be playing the very best of the Exxon Broadcast Network. Of course, that will be with Kevin Randall, Dr. Uh, Bernie Beitman, Roberta Grimes, Wilda Wiecka, and shows from yours truly. That's starting November the 15th at 7 a.m. in the morning. And it'll be 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days of the year at www.xzbnchannel365.com. Althea Gray is our special guest this hour, www.altheagray.com. And Althea, during the commercial break with the news, you were telling me about an event that you're part of that's going to be happening in March. Yes, um, I'm on the board, actually. I've been serving on this board for a while now for the Global Foundation for Integrative Medicine, gfim.com. And this organization gives a platform for all medicines to be heard. And in a way, we believe that in the integration of all medicines, we can find peace. Instead of having, uh, I'm right, you're wrong, but there's a way to uh, give voice and respect for all medicines. And so uh, we have a big conference in New York, and that's coming up in March of next year. And we will have speakers uh, from all different types of medicines from all over the world. Wow. Yeah, it's really awesome. (laughs) Now, at one time, I understand you were a naturopath. No. You weren't? No. No. Always a healer. You never were part of a business called Optimum Care? No. Oh, okay. Never. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm not a naturopath, and and that's another form of medicine. Um, everything, as I said, we give. I like giving platform and respect to all medicines. Right. Uh, in our state of New Mexico, for example, yes. Our former governor Bill Richardson put in a, uh, a, a I don't know if you can call it a law, but we are all medicines are we are allowed to practice. Uh, openly here in New Mexico because we have so many curanderas, traditional healers from Central and South America, especially Mm -hmm. Mexico. And we have, of course, our native people, their medicine. So it's a unique state in America that actually gives a platform for all medicines to to have a voice. So, So you were never part of a company called Optimum Care? No. And that, the address uh, that my research people found was uh, an address in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, and it's attached to you, Althena Avery Gray. How strange is that? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was issued, the business license was issued on October the 12th, 1999 and expired February the 20th, 2006. So we'll have to check into that. Yes, I and we'll let, and we'll let you know what we find. Yeah. Okay, so ha, let's get back to the extraterrestrials. You said that uh, they have been sending or giving, helping Guid- with guidance with medicine. How come 
We still have cancer. How come we have multiple sclerosis? How come we have brain injuries? How can we have Alzheimer's? You know, why don't they just land and fix everybody? Well, because uh, let's face it, uh, uh, you and I have uh, an awareness of them and, and a lot of your uh, listeners, but uh, I would say the average person would probably be totally freaked out. Um, unfortunately, in America, medicine has become big business. And how to uh, go to the higher ground and make the, the patient, the client, I never say patient, I always call my uh, the people that I work with clients, um, and uh, how do we keep them as the center focus of, of healing? of what you, the person that you're working with. And sadly, uh, I, I can't say this for Canada, but I can say for America, uh, I'm puzzled. Why are we using such archaic systems for, for cancer? And yes, I want to respect, I always say I'm a healer with a healthy respect for science. I don't want to undermine those who are working so hard to uh, find um, cures for things. But on pharmaca, because... <laughs> pharmaceutical companies, cancer is a big business, makes a lot of money. And I'm always surprised, um, uh, why are people still suffering with these things? Why is it take, Why are they still dying from these things? So I agree well, with you. You know, the new age industry is also spinning a good buck. So we just, yeah. can't, we just can't talk about... Uh, I agree. Big, big pharma. And something that big pharma and the medical profession has is responsibility. If somebody goes to see a, a doctor that is licensed, they are governed by rules and regulations. You know, they have to comply with the Food and Drug Act. They have to comply with all these different laws. And they spend years in college. And then they practice their medicine under the mentorship of another professional before they are licensed. What responsibility does a new age healer, let's just use that as a blanket, have to the people who they get to see who pay them for services? Well, I, I have, that, that's one of my uh, big gripes uh, for today for healers. Mm -hmm. I, I've studied for, you know, as I said, with one teacher alone for nine years. And it's a lifetime of study, and, and it involves consciousness. So a good healer is not only evolving their skills mm -hmm. and their knowledge of, of healing and the subtle bodies and so on, um, you're also evolving your consciousness because we're working on an aspect of the person that involves their spirit. Um, and so I, do, I am uh, uh, concerned that their people are dishing out mm -hmm. uh, certificates to people and calling themselves healers. And I have seen some catastrophic things and people who are poorly advised as healers. We're not allowed to um, uh, diagnose. You know, we're not allowed to draw blood. We're not allowed to say this is my patient. Mm -hmm. And these are guidelines that are that are out there that people aren't respecting, and and you're right. Um, what is, I ask people, you know, people ask me, well, how do I find a good healer? Um, look at their background, just as you would uh, uh, MD. What is their training? Um, do they have uh, 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 people that recommend them? Um, 
How skillful are they? How long have they been in practice? Use the same kind of tools that you seek uh, a, um, a physician. Use the same kind of uh, research in finding a healer. And I, quite frankly, don't think many healers are, are trained enough. And sometimes they're giving medical advice mm -hmm. when they shouldn't be. Yeah, and a lot of these healers... Uh go to these certificate mills and get certificates made, giving them the title of doctor. And in my opinion, these people should be found, prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, and exposed yeah. as frauds. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, I, I just find this mm -hmm. is what... I think healers... Uh, um, you know, when I say I'm a healer, plain mm -hmm. and simple... Right. Um, I, I, that's what I do. Yeah. I, people ask me that, what, 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 would he, what kind of healer? Well, I said, well, if I can't heal, if I can't, uh, uh, do what my title says, then I shouldn't call myself that. And I have a lot of case studies and a lot of clients that have, uh, I have had remarkable results with. Um, but I never take the place of their physician. In fact, I have people sign a form that I do not replace their therapist or their physician. Mm -hmm. So I think that sadly, um, there are a lot of people who are, who are uh, taking these certificate courses, as you say, um, are simply not giving that person information that says, you know what, <laughs> this is a lifelong study. And um, uh, this course is just not enough. You know, yeah. um, that you have to continue so how do how do how do your how do your clients feel when you tell them that some of the practices and some of the uh, information that you've received comes from extraterrestrials? Well, it's interesting. The people that that are drawn to me as mm -hmm. clients tend to be, uh, uh, in fact, I have to say this: they're remarkable people with a, a extraordinary consciousness. And, and they wouldn't ask me, they wouldn't call upon me, because my website's pretty straightforward with the thing, my belief systems mm -hmm. and what I do. And they wouldn't call upon me if they weren't um, pretty open. So I, I've been very fortunate. Um, I are, love all are, the people that have come to me. <laughs> what are some of the treatments or what are some of the uh, modalities that the extraterrestrials have taught you and how do you implement them in your healing practice? Well, um, I would say uh, I have, uh, and I want to say this, I want to put this little piece in for healers, mm -hmm. people who aspire to be healers, that you go through rites of passage. And these rites of passage has to do with the dying of the self uh, that is not true. Um, it's a breaking of, of what you think is real. And so these rites of passage sometimes are easy and sometimes they're very difficult. But you always have to keep your awareness about you as you go through this journey. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, um, getting back to your question, um, the star people have helped me travel through dimensions where I can actually affect change. If you don't go into, if I stay in this 3D mundane world, I'm just having a conversation with you. 
But if I'm able to take people into these higher frequencies, into these other places, I'm able to actually affect a change down onto the cellular level. So um, they've helped me with that. And they've helped me with uh, my awareness. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful, so grateful to them. Why is it that a lot of New Age healers end up in Arizona? What is the draw? <laughs> well, I think there are, place, there are parts of Arizona mm -hmm. that have um, uh, energy, uh, I would say high-frequency uh, areas where um, uh, people can affect change. The more light, if you can think light mm -hmm. equals energy equals frequency equals light. So if you go to a place that has a very high frequency, then you're better able uh, to affect uh, a healing. I think that a lot of healers like for themselves <laughs> uh, living in Arizona. We have that here in New Mexico as well. And, of course, uh, there are lots of sightings in New Mexico and Arizona of uh, star people. So, um, in fact, I found out that, I didn't know this, that the Vatican has uh, um, a... Um, An observatory. Yes, in Tucson. All right, so, stand by. We've got to take our final break, Athena. Althea, Althea, I'm sorry, Althea. Okay. <laughs> All right, Althea, stand by. Exonation, Althea Gray and I return on the other side of this commercial break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back, everyone. Althea Gray is our special guest, uh, www.altheagray.com. Um, you know, the questions and the information that you, uh, you sent us, I want to thank you for sending them. Uh, the, the, ancient, the ancient Anunnaki implants, what is that about? Ah. 
Well, it's a service that I'm doing for mankind. It's not necessarily something that most healers would even address. Um, but um, in 2012, you know, there are stories about the Anunnaki's in Mesopotamia and that the earth was co-ruled uh, by these beings. And these beings uh, came to earth basically to harvest gold. And, and they created, helped to kind of model a human being uh, to basically be little worker bees. And um, I've read these stories. You probably have read those stories too. And um, because I have no proof of that, I didn't quite take that in. And then December of 2012, when we had that huge alignment with a galactic center and an astronomical event that was pretty extraordinary, um, I had visitation here at my home of these very tall light beings and they told me the history of the earth and that what, what, what will be happening to the earth. And, uh, and they said the story of the Anunnaki's and, and, uh, was true. And because I hadn't really swallowed it <laughs> quite frankly, because, um, uh, it's hard to prove what happened in, Mesopotamia. So, um, yes, uh, the Anunnaki implants, which the earth has and people have, I've only come across one exceptional little boy that lives in Canada who, uh, uh, I didn't find those implants. And I think he's one of those amazing children that have come in to really, um, mm -hmm. change how we live on this planet. But those implants tend to make people followers and to kind of look at the earth instead of looking up. And it limits uh, the consciousness. Now, uh, what, uh, what was explained to me in 2012, that this kind of grid that um, kind of prevented people from truly um, stretching uh, their arms up uh, was dissolved. And it was dissolved by the amazing evolution of consciousness by human beings on this earth. And if you look at what's happening now, you think, well, what am I talking about? But um, you've been in this field, it looks like, for a long time. And if you recall what we were reading in 1980s and 1990s and look at what's out there now, mm -hmm. you can see humankind has evolved. Well, we I, I, well, I think I think uh, humans have evolved thanks to technology. Yes, technology you know. and consciousness. Well, doesn't it doesn't doesn't technology raise consciousness? Because without technology, consciousness would have been at a standstill. I would say it the other way around. You say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, and I also see that. Um, you, you, you also work with ghosts. I don't work with them. I, I usually help. I, I believe sincerely that we need to help the dead move on. Okay. And I think I do this in many lifetimes. I, I can remember being in Egypt as a priest who helped the dead move on. Wait a sec. Hold on here. Are you talking about a past life? Yes. And and how do you know this? Um, because. I know information that I could not possibly have known unless I had a past life in those situations. 
And uh, then I will read later on, oh, wow, that's exactly what came into my consciousness. Um, we have, sadly, I'm glad there's a movement now to uh, uh, help people die with grace and ease. Um, we started to lose um, or take for granted, allow people to just die. And in all religions, in all denominations, all over the world, there are, are people who have special prayers and ceremonies that help the dead move beyond the earth plane. And we forgot to do these things. We've become negligent. And there is this huge movement right now. Uh, you have a wonderful guy in Canada. His last name is... Uh, I think it's Weiss, Die Weiss. Uh, he's written incredible books about death and dying with psychologists there in Canada. And, um, and to use the word dead. And when a person is dying and they're afraid to, to utter a word about what's happening, be kind and ease, help them. Help them understand uh, what's happening and what, what is going to happen when they do leave their but, body. But how can we help them if we don't know for sure what really happens? Death is the largest mystery in the universe. And many people, specifically in the New Age genre, have perpetrated this thought that we go on, that this, the essence of what is called our being just goes somewhere else and there's another... There's another uh, chance at coming back. Reincarnation is, is one of the modes that they use. And yet all this is hypothetical because it cannot be proven. So in my opinion, we're selling people a bunch of bogus bills based on belief, not on fact. Well, um, you know, years ago, they used to think the world was flat. Mm -hmm. And we that's what, you know... Yes, but we can prove the world is round. We can prove the world is round. We cannot There's prove life. Time we cannot we, prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that life continues or our soul continues or our essence continues into other lives. And, you know, you, you've made references to the Catholic Church. And as far as I know, the Catholic Church does not condone reincarnation. No, they don't, I... I I didn't say that I believe in everything that the Catholic Church does. You know, uh, uh, I have respect for all religions. Mm -hmm. And as the Dalai Lama said, you know, you don't have to change your religion. If you can be the best person that you know how to be within the constraints of your own belief systems and, and religion, uh, then that's good enough. And some for some people, that is good enough. But I'm the kind of person that likes to to dig and crawl into lots of other places. And I do. I've had amazing experiences that most people have not. Yes, had. But, but no disrespect meant to you. This is your livelihood as well. This is what you make dollars and cents on. This is what you pay your bills with. So of course you of course you would in every possible aspect you know, convey to those who come to you for healing that you do believe in all this. So this is only common sense. Well, I, would a doctor practice medicine if he didn't believe in it? A doctor is a legitimate profession who goes to school and is licensed. A healer isn't. Well, I think that the years I've studied and, and put into what I do mm -hmm. has, has credence. Well, why didn't you become a doctor if you're so interested in helping people? 
because I'm interested more in the spirit of the person. That, that you know, there are people uh, who are wonderful doctors mm-hmm. out there. And that's all they want to work on is the body. I like to work on body, mind, and spirit. That's just how I am. Yeah. But you're asking good questions. <laughs> good questions. You also say that our actions uh, wreck the balance in the cosmos. Or can our actions wreck the well, balance in the cosmos? Yeah. That one. Um, that, again, this is not provable because I get information from star people. That and that's not provable. Not, that's not provable. Um, and perhaps there are people out there who, uh, who are uh, astrophysicists who can explain this better. Uh, that if the Earth, if, if, this is what I was told, that we're tinkering, mm-hmm. if the Earth blows itself out of orbit, that it, it will create a chaos in the rest of the cosmos. So, um, you know, an astrophysicist may able to, be able to say to me, well, Althea, uh, you're not so far off because scientifically this, this, and this. I don't have that training to say gotcha. that, you know, so I can't really say it scientifically. But, um, um, but then I, I get a lot of information in my my way <laughs> and and how do you get this information it's like a, a drop of water on a, blo- a blotter you know it's it's suddenly in my consciousness it's like i'm listening to not a voice but mm-hmm. it's it's like reading a book without the pages and um for example i'm going to give you an example of something that happened recently okay i've got 30 seconds 30 seconds. Okay. 30 seconds. Uh, I was going to take a group to Mount Shasta mm-hmm. this year. And um, and everything, all my teachers and guides that are in the subtle realm said no. And so I canceled everything at the last minute. And, I, you know, I had it planned since May. And look what happened. All those fires happened in Northern California. So that would have not been a good thing. <laughs> To take a group up there with all of that, sad, sad, um, sad for the families and, and wildlife there um, with all that happening. So I listened to my guidance, but I ha- that's me. I have this mm-hmm. unique ability. All right. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Althea Gray is her name. And oh boy, everything from extraterrestrials, aliens to death, dead people, healing. Where do you start? You start with the truth. And I don't know. Certainly didn't didn't uh, win any stars with me on this one. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X Zone. Don't go away. <laughs> 